Seven billion humans on Earth can't all like the same drink. That's why Circle K has Polar Pop and Froster. Pick your flavors and make that one in seven billion mix just right for you. Polar Pop and Froster, just 79 cents each at Circle K. Limited time only at participating locations. Welcome to the Masogi Method with work happiness expert Jody B. Miller. Each week, Jody interviews amazing people who have broken through huge barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness in their lives. For each of us, the path to lasting happiness has always been there, but it may take a Masogi to get you on it. Here's your host, Jody B. Miller. Welcome to the Masogi Method, breaking through barriers to achieve meaning, success, and happiness that actually lasts. I'm your host, Jody B. Miller. I love interviewing entrepreneurs. Why? Because entrepreneurs are the change makers. They're the people who take an idea that they feel in their gut is the solution to a problem or may answer a pressing need, and then they work at it relentlessly until they figure out how to make it work and to how, how to make others' lives better. And that's how I would describe today's amazing guest. Jill Kinney is the chairman of Active Wellness. She's considered a leader in the world of health and fitness and has more than 30 years in the health club and wellness space. I, I think Jill has no doubt earned her title as America's number one female entrepreneur. Jill, welcome to the Masogi Method. Thank you. Nice to be here, Jody. So if you don't mind, I'd love to rewind the clock for a minute. Is that okay? Absolutely. Okay, awesome. So you founded the health club, Club One, and I think back in the early 90s? It was in 1991. Okay. And you built it into a pretty thriving enterprise. How did that happen? I had been working in the health club space for other health club companies for um, seven or eight years prior to that. And um, I just saw a, um, a need for um, a slightly different kind of a model. Clubs that I had been working with were a very large multi-sport clubs and they were, um, you know, they were expensive. They were large facilities. So they tended to be in areas that were, you know, slightly outside of a convenience range. And I had seen a trend towards, um, you know, a lot more people moving into urban markets at the time and felt like what people were looking for was that high quality service experience but something that was a, an easy drop-in in the middle of their workday. So I came up with an idea to develop a smaller, high-end fitness center that was 10 minutes from your desk, and it was easy to incorporate regular exercise into your day. And um, so it was sort of the, the first of the, the higher-end fitness models, which you know has since taken off. We grew the company to about 95 million in sales and we had over a hundred locations around the United States. And um, yeah, it was, it was really, uh, it was a spectacular launch. That's amazing because the health club space is really competitive. I mean, it, especially now it's and as then you have all these specialized classes that you can take that are their own proprietary methodologies. Do you incorporate a lot of different types of exercise or is it more just come on in and it's convenient and it's nice. Um, well, the core design included cardio training, strength training, and group fitness uh, classes, um, nice locker rooms, spa services. 
Um, so that was sort of the basic design. You know, over the years, things have changed. You know, when we first started opening Club One locations, um, there was only one other fitness center in downtown San Francisco. Today, there's, you know, three on every corner. So it's, you know, it's really changed as a market. The, the market's grown. And as you mentioned, the boutique studios are really popular now. So, you know, as a result, over the years, we transitioned with the trends. So, you know, we offer small group training and functional training and bar classes and spinning classes. So, you know, in order to sort of stay competitive, the initial design was pretty flexible. Yeah, that sounds great. And I love the whole urban model because everyone works so hard, especially in a city like San Francisco. And when it's close to their office, it just seems like it, it's very convenient. That seems like that'd be a big plus. Well, there's actually been studies that have been done over the years on, you know, why people select one health club over another. And the number one reason why people choose a club is convenience. And it's six times more important than the second reason. So, you know, in a sense, convenience is sort of uh, the, the, the key issue that drives people to join. That isn't necessarily what keeps them there, but that's sort of the, the, the main driver. So, you know, and, and that's become, that's sort of changed over time because now there's all kinds of really cool video classes, live stream courses, classes that you can take. And uh, convenience is gaining momentum in an entirely different way. The whole industry is really shifting even further. Yeah, it seems like it. I wondered when I was thinking about our upcoming conversation, how we get into the industries we get into and how is that a reflection of something in our lives? Like, for example, I used to run marathons and then I developed this heart condition, basically irregular heartbeats that were too soon or too late. And I had a lot of them and a lot of marathon runners actually get this. And so it made me change my whole life, how I exercise, what I eat, um, my stress level, saying no, doing more meditation. Is there anything in your personal life that kind of guided you more toward this industry or, or made you more excited about developing further the club one? Um, well, I actually grew up in a family that was very active. And uh, so, you know, I, I, it wasn't something that came to me later in life. It actually is something that I sort of grew up with. My family was uh, very involved in skiing and I started racing as a, as a, a 12 year old. And, you know, so my level of activity from childhood was a lot of training, a lot of preparation, and a lot of sports and fitness activities just integrated as part of who our family was. So that was an interest of mine. Um, ironically, when I you know, went to college, um, I didn't necessarily see a real path to combining an interest in, in uh, business and fitness at the time. So it, it wasn't something that was on my radar, but when it did come on my radar, I jumped at it because, um, you know, my passion um, in that space was really something that I, I never envisioned being able to combine that passion with my work. And uh, it's been a wonderful ride. Yeah, it just sounds so great. I'm sure there were fits and starts along the way. I mean, deciding urban or suburban. I mean, were there different choices you had to really that were hard choices? Yeah, you know, the um, it was interesting. My my now husband, who became my partner just uh, as we were um, drafting the business plan for Club One, John worked with Bain and, you know, really was a, a great sort of early advisor thinker on the, the business concept. And he said, you know, before we make a commitment to design clubs that are smaller urban clubs, we should also 
create a business model for a, a large suburban club and compare the two and decide whether which one is the best direction. So we actually identified, we, we drafted two business plans, one called Club One, which was the smaller fitness urban site, and the other was Club Two, which was the oh, suburban site. And, um, you know, later we ended up choosing Club One and then we tried to come up with a brand name for it, but we've gotten so stuck on Club One that that became the name. Oh, that's very cool. I love it. I love it. So from there, sounds like it was a very successful venture and that you're shifting as the industry shifts and you're adapting and adopting new methodologies or new ways of exercise. I'm sure you're bringing more wellness into that. Do you ever do like meditation or, or group gatherings where you have speakers or anything like absolutely. that? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, what's been, you know, so fun about the, the transition and the evolution of where we've gone from, you know, fitness centers today, um, today our company, which is called Active Wellness, we actually work a great deal with um, healthcare partners around the United States. And so, you know, our fitness centers today, in addition to having the traditional exercise components, also offer a broad range of integrated health services, you know, meditation classes. We have um, a program that we launched just a couple of months ago called Rock Steady for Parkinson's patients. We have oh, wow. uh, arthritis programs. We've got diabetes prevention programs. Um, so, you know, we've really kind of transitioned into that space and between, you know, sort of acute care with healthcare into wellness and fitness. And it's an exciting time because our healthcare partners are particularly interested today in well care and finding ways that they can engage their, um, the populations that they serve. And the fitness center environment is is an upbeat, positive one. So, you know, they really are, those two worlds are sort of coming together. The health club and the healthcare world are really starting to blur. And it's, uh, it's an exciting time in terms of the types of programs that are being offered. Um, yeah, I really. love that. Do you find that there are corporations that give their employees memberships? Yeah, actually, we offer, um, you know, our company works with quite a few corporations. So we actually design and operate their um, employee fitness camp on their campus. Um, and we offer uh, programs to employees around the country. And uh, so, you know, it's the, the, the changing world of kind of who owns health clubs is moving from just the, you know, private mom and pop shop to, you know, the private equity world that came in with a lot, a lot of large branded facilities. And now, now what you find is that there are, you know, fitness centers that are being developed by corporations or by healthcare institutions or by real estate developers that want to have that kind of uh, service and experience for their clients or their, their, you know, people that they serve. And um, so it's really an interesting new world. Health clubs are not just, you know, facilities that are owned by individual people who are, you know, in that business. It's, uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's really advancing. I love that. Um, it, it just, it makes me think about some part of the work that I do with corporations is go in and do employee engagement workshops and uh, work happiness workshops. I'm, I'm very much riding that wave of creating better cultures and you're making me think, well, maybe I should do one of these in a workout facility <laughs> instead of in absolutely. their in their meeting room. It would be much more fun. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the I mean the the latest facilities that we've designed have co working space, lots of you know meeting rooms, and you know, and so it's it's almost 
you know, the club's become kind of this version of a community center, if you will, that it brings people together for wellness activities, not just fitness. Um, so yeah, I would think that you, you should come join, come, come up to some of our sites and, uh, and we'll set you up with a group of very interested members. Oh, I would love to do that. Well, I'm going to see you in another month anyway, and it's, it'll be fun. I'd love to check out the San Francisco one. So you, you're also making me think ahead onto different aspects of wellness and a, a big issue in our country is weight loss. And you started to get involved with a Swedish system called ITRIM. Yes, yes. I was introduced to, I was sort of at a place in my career where, you know, I'd been running the health clubs for quite some time and I was looking for a new way, um, something new, and I didn't really know what that was. And a friend of mine introduced me to a fellow by the name of Mats Lederhausen, who is a brilliant and very progressive thinker. And he had uh, a company in in Sweden called ITRIM that had developed a um, essentially a, a long-term sustainable weight loss solution that was joyful and engaging. And as he described it to me, I literally hopped on a plane, went to Stockholm and saw what they were doing and, and felt like I really needed to bring this back to the U.S. So ITRIM is a, um, it's a, think of it as a, a at minimum one year engagement where you have your own personal health coach, you have uh, you have a program that you're following that is designed to help you uh, not only lose weight, but more importantly, to spend time increasing your activity level mm-hmm. uh, and um, and also learning to really become a skilled, healthy eater. So developing skills around cooking, around food selection, developing skills around activity and and fitness activities that are fun and enjoyable. So at the end, you know, think of this as the people join this program, they work on um, making these lifestyle changes, and then they rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. And by the end of the year, they've really modified their life. And it's, it's a very rewarding program. And we're, uh, we just are in the process right now of uh, merging iTrim with another really incredible digital platform company called Monj, M-O-N-J, mm-hmm. um, that has been in the corporate wellness space for a while. And we're relaunching a new version of iTrim by Monj here in the next couple of months and uh, excited to bring this uh, to the public. That's exciting. It seems to me like if you brought something like this to the healthcare systems, that might make a lot of sense. That's exactly who we're targeting. You know, physicians today are under a lot of pressure with a mandate to go from the traditional fixed fee for service uh, reimbursement model where they've been for many years to a risk-based reimbursement model where they're obligated to provide wellness services and uh, improve the health of the patients that they serve. And so all of a sudden you have this uh, really interesting demand by physicians to engage in more wellness activities um, and programs like ours at, at ITRIM by Monge. And, um, but, but physicians don't have a lot of time. Um, mm-hmm. And honestly, very few of them have had a lot of education around nutrition and exercise. So what we're providing is a turnkey solution that we're really excited about. We've got a lot of traction with physician groups all around the country, and we're launching the MVP in just uh, about four weeks. So awesome. um, it'll be great to see an option where physicians can not only you know, help people when they're sick, 
but they can also keep them from getting sick. Right, which saves them a lot of money. It saves the healthcare companies a lot of money too. Um, it does, yeah. yeah. I'm sure you've already built out that model, <laughs> which is a good one. Well, obesity is, is uh, you know, it's the main driver for almost all the chronic conditions and, um, and obesity is growing at the rate um, but it's, it's, it's been frightening for many years, but uh, there was a study that just came out recently that said that two-year-olds today have a 90% chance of being obese by the time they're 20. Oh, that's um, horrible. 2040. So we're just going in the wrong direction. We need to shift that. Mm-hmm. So in five years, do you see yourself with exposure across the country? And would you expand beyond that? It's actually an international program. ITRIM was launched originally in uh, Sweden and is active in Germany and China, as well as the, the, um, the entity that I have here in the U.S. So we're launching this new model throughout the U.S. We've actually got client sites set up throughout the, U- the U.S. already, and um, it's going to be launched in Stockholm in November. So it's, uh, yeah, we hope to make this a, a terrific international platform that uh, serves a lot of people around the world. This isn't just a U.S. issue with obesity. Yeah, I think that's just such a great venture. So on a personal level, Jill, you've you've earned a lot of awards in your career. You serve on a lot of boards. You're busy. (laughs) (laughs) So what can you say or what advice can you give to other women who you have kids, right? And we both have three great kids that are 27, 25, and 23. So they're grown and out of the house, but, but they always I, need know, their mom. <laughs> they always need their mom. And, and I'm always working to try and find a way to get more of their time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. With my three, the same thing. So what advice would you have for other women? I, I love, especially interviewing women entrepreneurs because we have sort of double duty in life and what, tidbits of advice or things that are valuable to you could you give to other women so that they feel like they can be a little more excited about their crazy day? Um, I guess there are two things that come to mind, Jody. The first is just looking back. I mean, there were so many years of my life that really the only thing I had time for was family and work. And um, I felt you know, I felt pressure that I wasn't as engaged socially as I could have been. But I prioritized the two important things, and that was really my limit. And, you know, looking in hindsight now that the kids are grown and and looking at the business success, I'm really proud of those. And and I tried not to beat myself up for, you know, not being as active and social in those years that were (laughs) so intense, as I know you recall, too. Um, and then before you know it, the kids are gone and you do have time on your hands. And so, you know, you can always go back to the social piece, but always prioritizing, you know, the, the few things that are really critical in life. Um, the second thing I'd say is um, last year I was diagnosed with breast cancer and I had an opportunity to um, get a whack on the head about the importance of um, taking time for yourself. And, and so, uh, you know, for me, that was, I look at it as an amazing gift. I'm cancer-free today. And, awesome. Congratulations. Um, but have uh, really shifted my priorities again to spend a lot more time on me. And uh, so I never miss my afternoon hike. And I um, really just have sort of thought about how to say no a bit more. Mm-hmm. So, me too. I mean, That's a big one. That's a big one. 
you know, women tend to beat themselves up about not doing everything. And, you know, just, if you could just do the, the most important things, that's just fine. Yeah. I love that. Well, Jill, you're an inspiration to me personally, and I'm sure everyone that's listening on the Masogi method, you've done so many Masogi's huge reaches in your life and been very successful because it sounds like you followed your passion and that's a big part of doing a Masogi. <laughs> well, I'm thrilled to be included. Thanks so much, Jody. It's wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I look forward to seeing you and having coffee next week. And for all our listeners, thank you so much for being on Masogi Method. I'm Jody B. Miller, and we'll see you next time. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.125%, APR 4.22%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 0.88% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.